Uh, hey guys, welcome to Player Two Start. This is our new podcast, very first episode. We're very excited. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kat, and we have Zach. And today we're going to talk about the first quarter 2023 games that we're most excited to play. Let's get right into it. It is quite beautiful. Yeah, in a everything here wants to kill you kind of way. So our first game that we're going to talk about is a game that I picked. It's called Forspoken. It came out um, January 24th already on PC, PlayStation 5. It's a uh, fantasy action RPG open world type of game. Um, but we just watched a trailer about this and it looked it looked amazing. What do you think? Yeah, the, the trailer got me. The graphics looked really cool. Female lead character. Uh, that's right up my alley. I definitely want to play. I plan to play a game this year with a female lead character, at least one, because I don't recall ever really seriously playing a game like that. Um I thought it looked awesome in the trailer. Yeah, I, I definitely like it with the music pumping and everything mm-hmm. that was going on. It just looked crazy good. Um, and and then we we saw that it, it came out already, and so we watched some game, gameplay footage with it. And I'm not sure if it's going to be worth the price of sixty nine ninety nine. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I I would. I would play it if gifted, but um, I don't know that I would spend 70 bucks on it. I felt like the the graphics in the gameplay review, which may be dependent on, you know, screen quality and whatnot. Yeah, it, it just didn't like seem just as easy. as great as what I was, as what I was expecting after watching that cinematic trailer. Um, and the review talked about a lot of other things that there was a lot that I did still like about the game, though. Um, I thought it was funny, the lead character and the, I guess the arm, I forgot the cuff. The cuff. Yeah. yeah. I thought their, their back and forth was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I, they, they, they <laughs> kind of picked it apart too. They were like, oh, I didn't yeah, like they, it, but I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. And I love yeah. the subtle comedy in some games. Definitely. Um, it kind of gives me like a Star Wars-ish vibe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just love it. I, I, I don't know why people were picking it apart. Yeah, you know? I definitely, that would have been um, a positive for me. I also liked how big the map was. And I definitely mm-hmm. think that there are going to be people who want every achievement in this game and are going to go do every side quest. But I don't know that I would have the time to really complete all of that. I think that yeah. was, unless they're going to build on that later, maybe. But it sounded like the the actual campaign of it only took you through, I mean, based on what we saw in the review, maybe a third or mm-hmm. maybe half of the map. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what that's about. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because, like, I remember in games like Witcher 3 where I would just get every type of, like, single chest. Uh, I would just go out of my way. I remember going in Skellige and just sailing around the whole island and, and just picking up every little thing. Here, I'm not sure if that's something I would do, like if I would be a completionist in this game. Yeah, I, I never have the attention span for that. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, I mean, the description of the game or the plot, uh, that when you read it, it talks about an orphan or a woman from New York who goes into another world and has to find her way back. But based on the gameplay I saw, it didn't really seem like, it wasn't as clear um, what the mission or what the end game was there she was kicking yeah. ass though and i like all the powers and stuff 
But I also, whatever games have those um, uh, where you level up certain abilities and stuff and it takes a really long time, I usually don't play those games to completion to ever see how strong a character can get. So I don't know. I I would play a little bit maybe if it weren't $70, maybe if it's on sale. But um, yeah, I I, I definitely like they were bagging on that storyline. I I think that they were, I think they're probably right about the story being kind of thin and uh, probably so. I, I haven't played it myself, but I'm willing to buy it on sale. Yeah. I don't think I'd buy it for 70 bucks. Um, I did like, though, one thing I really liked is the how how the combat worked. It was like there was so much shit going on. Like there were spells being flying off and the ladies like running and jumping all over the place. That looked fun. Yeah, I, I liked it, but I will say only because I know my limitations and that since I'm so new to PC gaming, I would probably, it would take me a little bit to get used to that because yeah. I'm always like, what do I do with my hands in situations yeah. <laughs> where there's fighting? Would you fighting. play that on a controller? I think that would be easier on a controller for me. I know like some of my friends like so... Arlon, he'll, he will definitely like play games like that, like God of War and stuff on a controller rather than a, on a keyboard mouse. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I haven't played anything PC with a controller. I probably should try that because more and more lately I'm hearing that you guys all do that. Um, and it, it probably is a lot easier in, with certain games. The next game that we're going to talk about is called Season Letter to the Future. It is an indie game developed by Scavenger Studio. We just watched the trailer and a review on this game. I'm really excited about it. It is a third-person adventure uh, exploration game, and it's about a young female character. I don't know if she's like a young girl or if she's like, I don't know really the age of her, but I know that she's from a small village and she goes on this journey to explore the world before some kind of event ends the world is what I gather. I am very intrigued because I want to know what happens. They, in the cinematic trailer and in the review, it talks about the end is near, but never really gives any indication of why. Yeah. It never really tells you why. Um, But I know she goes around and she, learns things about the world and meets people and shares stories and journals everything. And I think that's really cool. It's definitely not a high energy game, so it's not my usual game, but I feel like it's going to be a very chill game, slow gameplay. Um, Kind of reminds me of whenever I play uh, Stardew Valley or something that's just more relaxing. For sure. But uh, what did you think about the music and the So, I mean... I think the music just is intense in this game. Like it sets the whole mood of yeah. the game, and I I really like it. I, I really like the the music and the art style of the game. The art style is really beautiful. I I find it not Zelda like, but kinda I guess. But it has its own type of art style, and I really like it. It's it's very pleasing to me. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe. And just the fact that it's important to look at the different architectures and cultures Mm -hmm. and things like that. I mean, I feel like that's something that we don't always have time to do in real life is to just appreciate the things around us. And um, so it's it's just cool that that the game you just go around with her. I think she has a 
a microphone, like a tape recorder and a camera. Yeah. It looks like a Polaroid, like an old school Polaroid. And you take pictures of everything you see, but it, it sounded like it wasn't specific to uh, a mission or anything like that, but just anything that moved you in any way. Yeah, um, for sure. Whoever developed this game is from my generation with tape recorders. Yeah. And <laughs> sure. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So um, I... I don't know how much the game costs. We did try to look that up. Um, I know that it says it is to be released on the 31st of January, um, maybe the, the 1st of February, because that's when the review said, but sometime within this next week, but I could not find a price for it. So I'm not really sure on that. That's the only of- thing that like this, the story when we were listening to it, it, it just sounded like it would just get me right in the feels. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready yeah. to play something like that <laughs> emotionally. <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of what draws me to it is that I have so many games where I'm just like the main the main goal is just to kill as many get as many kills as you can. It's a loud and fast pace, you. and so this one I don't know. It's intriguing to me. Um, definitely different than what I normally play, but I kind of this year want to play different kinds of games and and just uh, try try new ones out. So. Yeah. All right. Season, a letter to the future. Take this. Find them. All right. So the next game that I want to talk about is called Hogwarts Legacy. Comes out February 10th. PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Um, and I'm really excited to play this game. I'm a, I am I love to read the books um, when I was a kid. Uh, and that's basically why I want to play this game is because I'm a fan of Harry Potter. Uh, but this takes place like 100 years before Harry Potter um, even existed. Uh, I'm, I'm like super excited. We just watched the, the trailer and a little preview of the game. And everything looks like super exact to the books like just little tiny um little tiny details that only somebody that read the books would even know um not even the movies would have some of these details um what did you think about it okay i love the trailer i love the harry potter series and the fantastic beasts i'm a huge fan of all of that i haven't read the harry potter books i've watched the movies i may have read the first one so i don't know how um how much it compares to that. But um, I think it's going to be a really fun game. I'll be honest. It's been talked about a lot lately and I've just been like, Oh, whatever. Uh, A lot of the, a lot of the guys in the discord have brought it up as something that they're excited for, but I definitely could see myself playing it. I liked how interactive it was and there's so much story in there too. Um, I thought it was interesting that the review brought up some of the negativity around the harry potter the stuff that's going on with yeah and i've heard of that yeah yeah, i've heard that talked about uh in another podcast that i listened to and i'm curious to see how that will affect how many you know what's interesting though um you are allowed to choose what pronoun that you use in that game yeah so you can or not pronoun but like you're you're say you can say if you're a wizard or a witch Mm -hmm. even if you're the other gender Right. Well, and they they did the game. I mean, they made this game to be, I think, more fair for all. But I think the Mm -hmm. question is knowing who is the owner of the Harry Potter 
world. Right, yeah. Is that going to affect who purchases the game? And a suggestion that I read online uh, in a uh, thread where this was being discussed is for those who, you know, really have a lot of feelings about that, but you really want to play the game, play the game, and then maybe donate to a cause towards that oh, community, yeah. uh, you know, the community of your choice to help you feel better about playing the game because that is supporting the creator who has their views that most people do not agree with. So I thought that was interesting, but I definitely could see myself playing this. I know a ton of guys in the discord are going to be playing it. Um, yeah. you guys are going to know I, this game hard. I can already see it. I think this is going to be a great game for fans of the Harry Potter, the Potter universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that, researching the game a little bit that you can go to hogwarts itself hogsmeade uh forbidden forest um that you could ride a broom but there's no quidditch uh that you can ride magical creatures and the amazing character customization uh, i yeah. i saw i watched like an hour-long video of a guy like just going through the character customer customization <laughs> feature of it um i think it's going to be a great uh game because it's so true to the books um but I don't know if anybody else outside of the Potter universe would be interested in it. But it's something that I'm looking forward for sure. Yeah. The next game that we're going to talk about is Blanc, which comes out on February 14th. It is a super cute co-op game that's available on Switch and PC. It must be played with a controller, though, if you play it on PC. But it's a cute black and white game with really nice background music of, like, piano. Um, And the plot is a baby wolf and a baby deer who get lost together. They help each other find their way back to their family. I think this game was going to be so much fun. The perfect date night game. Um, Or even you could probably play with your kids or something. It seems pretty chill, too, although I could see myself getting kind of mad working together sort of like in it takes two whenever you're trying to help each other it could probably yeah. make you mad also but it seems really cute and chill it it does look uh like a perfect kind of date night type of game um mm-hmm. and, and it's supposed to come out on february 14th which is it's perfect, perfect. yeah yeah uh, and- I, I did like when you mentioned the music like i kind of get those vibes of like um Whenever you search for like piano music for Zelda or something on <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> you get like these like kind of melancholy piano. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so it's super relaxing. Yeah. And I, I really like the music in it. And the art style is pretty neat too, even though it's black and white. I love like, it. Yeah. I think it looks really cool. It's, it's neat to play. Oh, you know what kinds of reminds me of? Um, Okami. Have you ever played Okami? No, Okami has like that. this kind of art style where it's like drawn and yeah, even it's like though, sketch. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that I'll definitely um, try to find someone to play this game with at some point too because it, it's only fifteen dollars or fourteen ninety nine, so it's not it's not very expensive and um, it could be my first con- my first controller game that I play with on PC. Definitely, something. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, so the next game that I wanted to talk about is a game by Munfish. Um, it's their very first game. 
And I think it's a ambitious game for their first title. It's totally new world. Um, it's called Atomic Heart, and it's an alternate version of Soviet history where things take a weird turn <laughs> in the 1950s. And you're like, this guy goes to this um, artificial intelligent um, robotic area where they're kind of like, um, I don't know, displaying the technology there and things go terribly wrong and they turn on him. And it's such a weird game. I'm, I'm not sure that I'm looking forward to it as more as I'm scared to play it. Anxiety. I think I'm scared to play this game like. because there are just robots, like zombie robots out there to kill you like left and right. And I'm scared to do that. What did you think about the, the trailer? Um, well, it's funny because, you know, if you think about what could happen if, you know, you really did have, I mean, how many movies and games have there been where robots turn yeah, on people? It's exactly. like, we should never entertain that idea. Um, the game looks horrifying. <laughs> I feel like I would not sleep at night. It looks fun and very high energy. Yeah, um, I agree. Like the the animations, so, mm -hmm. like the freezing and, and things like that. It's just an amazing looking game. I just, yeah. I'm scared to play it. Well, and then what? one thing I noticed is that, you know, there's so much high technology in the game. I mean, there's robots, but he's shooting them with a shotgun. And yeah, at right. one point, I'm pretty sure I saw a pump shotgun. And it's like, what? Or and then taking, at one point, he's taking running. Act somebody. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and he was running from a group of robots. I mean, I was scared for this character. And then he turns around and just, like, I don't know if it was a, um, it was some kind of, like, bomb. He just threw a bomb and blew them all up. And I'm like, if you mm -hmm. had that... You should have done right, it in the yeah. first place. So I don't know. I I would watch you play it if you streamed your game, but I think I would probably, I don't know, not sleep for a week. There's definitely like so one part of the trailer where he's he's fighting a like giant wrecking ball looking thing, and that looks terrifying. You're yeah. you're out there with like a pump shotgun and an axe. Like, how does that even work? I would yeah. just die, IRL. And then there was mention of the there's certain droids that go and repair the droids you've already killed, so they can just keep coming back for you, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely I mean, um too high energy for me. It looks like a great game for people that are looking for a nice single player oh, yeah. game. And I'm I'm looking forward to the developer. I'm looking forward to the developer like getting more games out. Because if this is their first title, I think it's gonna be um they're going to be put down more. Mm -hmm. I agree. Personal log, sentient contact assessment and response team. The next game that we're going to talk about is Scars Above, which comes out at the end of February. And it'll be available on PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox and PC. It is a sci-fi third-person shooter with a female character lead. She's an astronaut or a scientist, something like that. She is part of a group of scientists who are going to investigate some object that's orbiting Earth. Aliens. And due, mm -hmm, due to some, aliens, due to some mm -hmm. events um, that happens while they're going to investigate, they end up on some mysterious planet and have to figure out how to survive it. Uh, we just watched a trailer. It looked scary. But yeah. I, I after playing so much Aliens lately, I feel like I'm interested in 
and playing it. Um, I probably would want to do it as a group though, because I I would be scared to play that. Are by you myself. like an aliens connoisseur now? No, I still haven't even seen the movies. <laughs> so, um, and typically, I don't I don't think I play games like that. Um, I mean, it definitely looks jump quite scares, alien like well. scary, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it, it looks really of... scary. Some of the aliens that were like chasing after her, yeah, very scary. I'm not sure cool. if it was like because it's a, a, a gameplay trailer or something like that. Some of the graphics didn't look. I don't know. They didn't look as sharp as you know AAA games nowadays come out with. Could be. Usually, they have very um, clean lines and stuff. I, I'm not sure if they were going for a different style or anything, but yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, the game looks great. The, especially the monster alien things, whatever they are. I mean, they look super detailed. Um, yeah. I like that there was a, a bunch of different styles of them. They weren't, they didn't all seem the same. Yeah. Yeah. They were all, so. they weren't all Xenos or anything like that. Yeah. No, I, I think that I would play that game. We couldn't find the amount or the, the cost of the game. Um, I don't know if they'll have that posted later, but right now it just reflects as being available for download on the 27th. So. All right. We'll Scars above. Is. Yeah. All right, so the next day, game we're going to talk about is Company of Heroes 3, um, basically by Sega. Um, it's going to be released on February 23rd so far. It could be late February. Um, and I think uh, it's basically a Companies of Heroes 2, just with updated graphics. Some people look at it like they like the companies of hero 2 graphics better but i mean that's to each their own um and the campaign mainly focuses on the mediterranean of world war ii not uh so we always had the western front um and eastern front now we are moving more into the mediterranean with, with the italians and stuff um so this rts game kind of looks like nothing new the only thing i've seen is a new campaign map and it's kind of has like a total war vibe going on with campaign maps. I know you aren't super into RTS games, uh, Kat, but that's why I'm like trying to like reach out here. Uh, it, it has a new campaign map, which is dynamic. And I'm hoping that adds another layer to it. I do not know how this affects multiplayer at all, because there's like a whole multiplayer scene for companies of hero games. Um, I'll be honest, I see this being huge and you guys playing this game from sunup to sundown and no lifing it, just like some of the other ones. I feel like this kind of game is is really hard. I don't think I would do very well with RTS games. <laughs> I mean, other than Warcraft, I have not played anything like that. And just watching the game trailer, that's a lot of multitasking. But it sure if, you, if you like it and you know what you're doing, go for it. It's like micromanaging <laughs> hell, but uh, like yeah. it has, it kind of feels like the same old companies of heroes. I I played the um the what is it called the, the testing version of it, and uh, it it doesn't feel very different. But I don't know if that's a bad thing. Like mm -hmm. people who play companies of heroes want to play companies of heroes. They want to, they don't want to change the formula too much. So I mean, I'm probably gonna get it. So 
So you're That's saying the, the the change between this new one and what you've played before is the the map? Yeah, yeah. There there I'm hasn't saying. been many changes to it. Different theater of war, different units. It, it's kind of I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's a whole new game. You know. Gotcha. Well, it looks neat. Not my cup of tea, but I know that you guys are gonna be playing it, and I'm if if somebody will stream it for me, I'm happy to watch and check it out. <laughs> All right, next game. All right, so the next game we have is Sons of the Forest. Um, delayed three times since 2022. Uh, it's set to release in February uh, at the end at, on the February 23rd. It's released by an indie studio called End Night Games. Um, with the only other title to this developer is the, previous, this, the, the prequel to this um, game. Um, it's a survivor horror, uh, survival horror game. And I'm going to be honest, this game kind of scares the shit out of me. Yeah, I, I'm scared just watching the trailer. <laughs> uh, the graphics look great. I, yeah. I really think, you know, just from from the trailer, you, you see uh, like this aluminum foil kind of uh, tent thing and to like the, the forest. With the, the sand. Yeah. yeah, that was, I mean, the graphics are amazing, yeah. but... The scary people or, or whatever in that game, cannibals and oh gosh, I don't even it know what to call so the other scary. people. So fucking scary. I know I, a lot I, of uh, guys on Discord that play survival games and zombie yeah. games. They'll be all over this shit. I don't know if I can play this because I'm. I think I'll be too scared. <laughs> I some somehow I feel like I'll still hear that you played this game though. I don't, I don't know, know how you know. play some of the other scary games that you do, but this one. I don't, I just, I don't even want to. I have no desire to play this game. I know that I would not be able to handle that. The, the creatures in there, there's like that four-armed lady. I was okay and, with the four-armed lady. Yeah, but, but the, the, like these humanoid people, oh my God. Yeah. It just looks nuts. Yeah. The, the AI. The graphics were amazing. I mean, even the way that they made the, um, I don't even know what to call them, the non-human killers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, they looked really cool just just the, the foliage and the shadows in the forest i mean mm -hmm. obviously their main focus is the forest because it's sons of the right. forest game but it, the the shadowing and and the foliage in the forest looks great i mean looks realistic right i also love survival so i loved um you know that you would craft your weapons and and in the preview it showed crafting a spear and that actually looked really cool yeah, graphically yeah. And the bows and stuff. And I love to run a bow in a game. So take out all the scary creatures and I would be all about it. <laughs> but they look so wacky, just like jumping all over the trees and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um the the AI uh for you know the, the enemies, they look to be making like independent choices during their combat. Like uh, I, I think that that's gonna be really fun for uh, the multiplayer aspect of it when you're playing PVE, um, it, it'll make it different. Definitely an impact on your play style. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know much about the storyline, so we're gonna have to wait until we get more information about it, or it just comes out and we review it then. Yeah. So you wanna be a criminal, do you? <laughs> Game yeah. off. 
Okay, so another game that we want to talk about is called Crime Boss Rocky City. It's like a, a, a crime themed GTA ish game FPS set in the 90s uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has an I, amazing cast. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really talking about this game. It, it comes uh-huh. out at the end of March only on Epic, right? It doesn't come yeah, out it's anywhere. It's only on Epic. Um, it's on sale through the end of March also. But I haven't heard many people talk about it either. And I'm so surprised because the cast includes Michael Madsen, Danny Trejo, Dan, or Danny Glover, and Danny Trejo. Um, Chuck Norris is even in it, and several other people who you would know. And that's really cool. Yeah, it, it says that it's both single and four player co op. Oh, interesting. Can, yeah. Um, I don't know how it's going to work, but it, it looks like a fun game. And I just don't hear anybody mentioning this game. Yeah, me neither. But maybe maybe it's because it's on Epic. I feel like most people I know play yeah. off Steam. But I definitely think I'm going to buy it. Um, it it's it seems it's not my normal type of game. I, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto, and it does really seem similar to that kind of game style. But just the cast alone, it it seems like it would be it's, a fun. Yeah, one. it's going to be worth it just to hear the cast because yeah. you know that they're good at you know you know the acting's going to be okay at least you mm-hmm. know or, or it's it's going to have some kind of impact you know and just yeah. for that I would play it. Well, and I'm surprised that it's multiplayer just because I'm not sure how that would work, but um, that would Dang. be kind of cool if we had a group of people. Although it could be the similar type of gameplay as um, Far Cry multiplayer, where you kind of join oh, someone yeah. else's campaign. But, I'd be down for that. Um, yeah, you don't, you know, really take any experience from it or whatever. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's play that. All right, next yeah. game. Mm-hmm. The next game we're going to talk about is Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which we are both very excited for. It comes out on March 16th, and it's a it continues the Cal Kestis story, and we just watched the trailer for it. I am so excited for this game. I'm playing through the um, original one now, uh, just getting ready and getting more and more hyped up. So... The graphics look really great. I know it looks like there's going to be a lot more areas to explore, larger biomes. And I think this picks up, I want to say this was, is it five years later mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for Cal? So he he looks much older. Yeah, he's uh, not clean had, shaven anymore. He's got a little yeah, stubble. Yeah, still has BD1. Um, yeah, I'm very, very excited. What do you think about the trailer? I mean... There's so much stuff that was revealed in the trailer with like the double sabers mm-hmm. and the staff saber where he like tosses it around like a friggin' boomerang. Like that was awesome. Uh, and then a lot the, stronger. Yeah, he looks like a badass now. And then he has one saber where he has the guard on it and it becomes like a long sword saber. It looks cool. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. I'm- yeah. I'm very excited. I think that I will probably turn off my phone, shut down Discord, and really play this game without talking to anybody for a couple of weeks when it comes out. That's yeah, for how sure. excited I am for this. It's cool that and he's I think fighting he's a like Jedi Adam Knight Jedi. now um, in this game. I think he is is leveled up to the Jedi Knight 
status. So yeah, I don't know how that'll that would be works. cool. Do An older, wiser gal guesses. <laughs> I mean, I think you're a Jedi, but like you're, you know, I think now in in the in the you know first game, he's finding himself, he's figuring everything, right. out, he's learning about the abilities, and I think by then he's just like. So this comes out in a March seventeenth, sixteenth. Yeah. Okay, uh, All right. that week, the week of. <laughs> Well, yeah, they always mess around with the dates. As, as as you get closer and closer to each release, they always mess with the dates, no matter what game yeah. it is. This is a triple A game, so hopefully not. Yeah, going to be huge. What did you think mostly about the trailer? Like, did did you anything just stand out to you? Because I mean, we're both big fans of Star Wars, so it's hard. Yeah, to Yeah, I mean, and I'm a sucker for good trailers too. And I mean it. It it looks like it's going to be great. I think that the, the graphics are great, but that's that's a, in alignment with the uh, current game too. The graphics are great. I know that there's a few bugs in it. Um, I know I get stuck a lot, so I wonder if that'll be the same. Like I get stuck in random corners of rocks. Yeah, and that other things. <laughs> that really bothers me in in the game now that we're playing. Is that there Killed. are like these buggy areas. Uh, it's just like the, the the type of gameplay. It just kind of messes you up. Um, yeah. But hopefully they worked on that a little bit so that it's a more enjoyable yeah. experience. When when did Fallen Order come out? It's been it's been, it's been a, years now. It's been years, so I'm sure. And I mean, with everything, there's going to be bugs. I love Star Wars so much that I am okay if there are bugs in, in the beginning. I'm sure that all the kinks will get worked out. Um, I think this being such a big game that it's... Pro they've probably done all the the right research and testing to make sure that it's ready. Yeah, I'm so I totally I, looking personally. Forward to it. I would always be willing to wait longer for a game if needed, if it means that they're going to, uh, if it, that it's ready. I think that whenever these developers rush games out and then they're not ready, all it does is definitely i agree it's just 100%, such a yeah. disappointment such a disappointment we've experienced that with a game lately too and it's like uh yeah yeah so i agree i'm really looking forward to that game and hopefully yeah, me too. we maybe we'll do a review on it if people want it oh definitely uh, we're gonna I'm do a review sure on it even if people don't want it <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get it either way <laughs> All right, so that was a handful of the games that we looked at for the first quarter of 2023 that we're excited about, and um, a lot of great games. I'm looking forward to looking at the next quarter. Honestly, at first, we started looking at this from a year standpoint, and there are just so many great games coming out this year that I think both of us are really excited about. I agree. So, I like last, last year, in 2022, there wasn't, like, a massive amount of games right. uh, coming out, and so I think is it all the delays and stuff getting pushed to 2023. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we get tons of good games this year. Yeah. Um, well, now that we're on this side of the pandemic and things are feeling more normal, whatever that even means anymore, um, I'm sure that that has played an effect in, in the release and delays, and um, even the, the creation of a lot of games. So I'm excited to see what the next year brings, not just with the games that come out, but within the industry, I feel like there's just going to be a lot happening. Definitely ecstatic. Not excited. I'm yeah. ecstatic to yeah. see what comes out in the next quarter. <laughs> <laughs> 
um yeah so this was being this being our first episode um i appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh mm-hmm. thanks for being here Definitely. very first episode um if you want to give us any feedback or future topics that you'd like to hear send us an email at player to start podcast at gmail.com and we will definitely look at it. Mm-hmm.